Yes, lads, what's going on? And welcome to the 23rd episode of the Little Running Origin podcast. This week, we do have another guest on the podcast, Declan O'Mara. Uh, Declan is a top uh, under-16 Irish athlete. He's uh, He has a few... He's run for Ireland. He has a few Dublin uh, individual medals under his belt, a few Leinster uh, individual individual medals under his belt yeah sound lad as well uh, we have a great great conversation so make sure to stick around for that lot of running talk uh, especially a lot of GEA talk and uh, soccer or uh, football talk uh, wherever you're from uh, it, the, the word varies basically and um, but yeah we have a great great conversation uh, Declan as I said top lad real sound lad and yeah we, top athlete as well so we do have a lot to talk about but before we get into that I just want to mention that I did purchase is the Zoom Shriek 7s, which I've mentioned in last Thursday's episode uh, with Coho and on Sunday's episode just gone. But I'm just bringing it up again, just say because today is Saturday and today is the first ever session that I've done in these. And um, yeah, uh, uh, the first ever session I've done, the first time I've worn them actually, and they're really, really good. I love them. Uh, I'm going to be doing a review on, on the shoe. Um, uh, I'm not too sure when. Um, Make sure to subscribe, like and subscribe and click the little bell notification so you'll be notified when I upload this video and any other future videos. But if you want to know about the Nike Shriek Zoom 7s, or the Nike Zoom Shriek 7s, uh, yeah, subscribe and uh, like this video as well while you're down there and leave a comment down below uh, as well. It'd be really, really appreciative. And also, I uh, posted about them on my uh, Instagram today, which is, like, the days when I say today, this is going up, what, in two weeks, this episode, or uh, or in a week. So, this, when I say today, I mean, from when you're watching this, the Saturday before. So, uh, basically, this is my first session. I've done them today, uh, and they, they felt really good. Do need a bit of breaking into um I posted up on my Instagram story that I got a blister on the back of my right foot and um, kind of on my Achilles there but uh, just as I said need a bit of breaking into but definitely really great uh, review anyway or from my from my first session in them so make sure to be on the lookout for the review on them if you are interested in that and uh, yeah also uh, littlerunningirishman.official is my Instagram so give me a follow there also give me a text saying uh, you're from the podcast and I'd really appreciate that also and yeah I hope everyone looks for is looking forward to this episode because it was a really great one a lot of sports talk as i said uh Declan's a very sound lad and a top 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 athlete uh, for his age uh, once again another uh, uh athlete on, on the podcast putting me to shame with his pvs so make sure to stick around for those and yeah i hope you all enjoy and let's get into it all right so i'm joined here by Declan. so Declan, do you just want to introduce yourself so your name your age and the club you're on for uh, hi, I'm Declan, I'm 15 and I run for Brothers Pierce. So yeah, Declan, Declan's a pretty serious runner. Once again, I've a guest on uh, a guest on the podcast is probably going to put me to shame with his PBs, but but sure, look, I'm happy I'm happy to have you on uh, Declan and basically just uh, get straight into it. So, if we want to like with all the guests I have, we just start from the start really and uh, work our way to like the present day when it like your running career was. So, do you just want to say when you started and uh, like why did you start and like when you started taking it serious really? Yeah, yeah, all right. So, I joined the club for the first time in 2015 and before that, like I kind of knew I was all right because I was doing the park runs and stuff. Yeah, I remember it was my mom that like brought me up to the first one and I kind of just kept doing them from then on. Yeah, and like my times kind of kept dropping down and 
like eventually some guy from Talak came up to me and he said like you should get him in a club to my man and so I was playing soccer at the time so we did then after like yeah. I, I just quit here because I kind of wanted to see what it was like yeah yeah that's how it started so so uh, obviously if you were if you were ever to come like a professional runner or anything and you're getting interviewed that's a pretty serious story to say uh, why you started running yeah. so <laughs> So, so yeah, you did. So obviously, you, you all kind of knew. And from playing football and all as well, would you be maybe the, one of the fittest or one of the fastest on the team? Yeah, yeah. Like we did. I think it was the same year before I joined. We did like the beat test or something, and yeah. I won it out of my club. So like, I kind of so, had yeah. an idea, but yeah, exactly. I didn't do any of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, no, obviously, that's like when when you know you're good at something, there's there's no reason why you shouldn't at least try it. And obviously, uh, as we're gonna mention later on in the episode, it did turn out pretty well for you uh, joining running in the first place. But you said you start uh, running it in 2015. You started joining the club, and uh, obviously you were doing the park runs and all before that. But as soon as you joined the club, did were you taking it serious from then, or how long did it actually take you to get to grip to running and start taking it proper seriously? So when I first joined. It was like we had our there was the long distance group and then the sprinters. Yeah. So I, went for, I just went to the long distance one because I'm not really a sprinter at all. And yeah. uh, I remember my first session, like I came, I think second out of all of us, but there wasn't that many there. But there was one like fairly good lad. Yeah. And another really good lad wasn't there as well. So everyone just was kind of like a bit shocked almost. But yeah, I was like, yeah. and it was meant to be an easy session as well. So. Yeah, that's how. So, so yeah, so you kind of when you when you joined the club really uh, at first, and you knew that you were like pretty good out with the group there. So you start actually being like, all right, I should actually take this seriously because yeah, it turns out I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, but I think the, the sessions that I was meant to take easier, even like the warm ups and all, I was sprinted them and everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm a culprit. I just remember one of my uh, easy sessions, uh, not easy sessions, but cool down after a track session. And we had to do one 400 as a jog, just cool down. And I remember everyone was just jogging and I just started sprinting it. And I was in first and I was like, oh my God, everybody's so bad. Yeah, and I remember people used to always just be like, they'd like I'd go ahead and uh, on like the cool down or the warm up and they'd be always trying to like calm me back and stuff. Yeah. It was going <laughs> but I know like, when now when someone new joins the club or join, joins the group or whenever someone actually new joins the group I'd always get like a little bit nervous uh, just in case like someone new comes along and they're better than me straight off and they're blitzing me straight away so so when you actually joined the, the lads on the team must have been pretty pretty annoyed maybe yeah they were all really nice to me from the start anyway yeah. so it was kind of it was easy to like settle in then yeah, after yeah. so yeah that was it's grand yeah, so like, yeah, as you just mentioned, so you, you got in and everyone was fairly nice yet to start. So would you say your first experience, maybe maybe not making mates, but actually the, the, the how tough each session was and uh, maybe were you not expecting it to be uh, the training to be as hard as it was? Because obviously you were just doing the park run. So maybe the training wise, were your first experiences like pretty hard? And did you ever consider maybe stop with stop running with the club just because of how hard the sessions were or did you enjoy the, like, the tough sessions straight off yeah i remember the first time i went up i was like so nervous because i yeah. didn't know anyone i actually had gone to another club before that like just to try it out like yeah, test yeah. it and i didn't really like the training there at all it was just it seemed way too easy so then yeah. when i joined 
like for the players, the club just seemed like so much better and like the training was just much harder. But then, yeah, once I joined, the people were just like nice to me. I know we weren't mates, but after yeah. a while, like you could see that it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like even even though they, if, if you want to stick around for like a long time, you want like good training and you don't want to go up and for it to be easy. You want to come off it and to be like, yeah, that was tough, but I actually got done. And that's obviously what you were looking for. And you feel like you got that brother Pierce. So yeah, obviously you're happy that you, you joined them. So we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about like the club and all a bit later in the episode, like, you know, not being with them at the moment. But uh, due to obviously COVID-19, a lot of stuff running-wise, for us even, has been affected. So, uh, training has definitely, like, I know running, would you agree that running is probably the best sport to be doing right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's, it's like, you have time for everything now, yeah. except, like, it's so easy just to go out and do it. Yeah, exactly. And then, it's over. And like obviously, obviously with the team, the lads on your team going out on runs and session, it's it, it it makes it that little bit more easier and that more a bit more enjoyable. But like now without the team, without the coach, and without maybe like the specific like training that you'd have uh, with the club, what would a typical week of training look like for you now during quarantine? So my coach sent me out like a, uh, but like it wasn't. It's just a kind of a rough thing. I like I'm not really following that well, but it's just like I usually take. I have Monday off, yeah, and then I have like maybe like on Tuesday I might do like a minute on, a minute off. Yeah, you know them sort of things. Yeah, I, love, I just do one of them today. I love them sessions. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, my coach didn't give me. It was more just kind of like like I kind of based it off the club sessions. Yeah, and yeah. The, what he gave me, yeah. and then um, on Wednesday I have a steady like thirty minute run, and then on Thursday I do like maybe like a 1k and then I do some like fast like 200 and then another 1k to finish yeah. off which it can vary them. Yeah. and then I have another rest day on Friday and then on Saturday I do like maybe some hills or like a fart leg yeah then on Sunday it's just like a long no, run really yeah yeah and uh, so, yeah. so basically yeah that's like would you obviously you said you're basing off training that you've done uh, with the club but are you kind of finding it a little bit tricky? Are you able to go to any track or are you able to find uh, places near you, around your estate or your house that, that's like a good spot for running? Yeah, yeah. I just go to, there's a park near me that's fairly good, Bushy. And then oh, there's yeah. Turner College. Like I don't go to that school, but their grounds are open all the time. So and there's not as many people in there because like I don't think people really know about it as much. Yeah. So yeah, that's good for training. It's just the two fields. Like they're pretty big and stuff. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's so that's good. You so say you're still, still, and like myself, and like when Paul and Daryl were on here, it's like we're still getting the the training in, the training done. And would you feel like, obviously, I should probably ask you this question first. Would when you're training with the club, would you have maybe a big group of lads with you? Yeah, I'd have maybe about five of us that would be like ahead, and yeah. then there'd be maybe another five that are like a bit behind. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And would you feel like obviously? Now that you've been there for a few years, you've made mates and all, and the banter up and, uh, with the session and all, it, it's 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 fairly good. And uh, would you say training on your own now, constantly every day, is it, it's take not taking a toll on you, but it's it making that a little bit more challenging? Yeah, it's hard to like convince yourself to go out. So like yeah. go out and now, whereas if you know your friends are going to be there, you'd want to go. Yeah, even yeah, that's it, exactly. So yeah, you just need to try and get out yeah. nowadays. And. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like otherwise you'd just be sitting inside all day. Um, so even though even though like we're sitting inside and we have all the time to go out running, the fact that it's every day on your own is that makes it that little bit more challenging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like even doing the session by yourself, like you'd probably push yourself more yeah. with the group because yeah, exactly. they're and if someone's having an off day, you know, you you, you can be trying advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like. Exactly. It, if someone if like you're coming into the last couple of meters and like you and your mate are neck and neck it does make it push it a little bit harder to to to, to edge them that. up yeah even yeah. even though it's training and even though they're your teammates you just still like it even in training that competitive edge does still come out yeah the only thing is like i feel like we have more time now though like to yeah. go out you can do it almost every day yeah that's to. that's fair yeah like whereas like that school and stuff and then when we tired to get out as well yeah when you get back from school and especially days that you're not open the club it's like it, it, it's that even like there's obviously pros and cons with it like obviously cons with COVID-19 is that everyone's dying but running wise uh basically like with school you have uh you have a set time really you have to wait for school to be over and then you have to yeah, do homework good. and have dinner and everything but with it now yeah 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 but with it now it's kind of like you have all day to do it but you don't have your team there so there's obviously yeah. pros and cons yeah. with it yeah and like i i uh play gaa as well just well i used to play hurling of football up until last year and then i gave up the hurling this year yeah but um so i'd have my monday wednesday and like the odd friday and saturday like booked Match, up yeah yeah exactly but to be able to get out on them days too but I miss the GA too. Yeah, that's fair. And obviously the the championship, the league, and everything. The the, the, yeah. the county is the that's all that's all over. And oh, I love going out to the games with my brother and my dad and my cousin. And obviously you can't yeah, do definitely. that now, so it's a bit disappointing. But I used to be like in your position. Uh, I I start I joined Gaelic when I was about four, five, or six, and uh, I played all the way up since last year, the year before, and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I gave up the hurling like you first, but then last year was my last year of football and I just focused mainly on running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the football too much to give it up. So. Yeah, that's fair. I did enjoy it as well, but I feel like running, like obviously you are doing great even with the guy, but with someone like me that maybe has to work a little bit harder, I'm, I kind of feel like I need to go 100% with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, Obviously, you said you're you're kind of following the the week of training like you would with with your with, like typically what you would do with your with your team. But uh, would there, would you like did, did you make any changes to your training uh, then? Like, what would be a typical week? Would it be the same week kind of a training with with your team if you were with your team, or is there any changes that you had to make? Uh, I think I'm running more now because. Like usually, I'd have my training on Monday and Wednesday with like GAA, and then the yeah. other Saturday in two. So now that I don't have that, it's just it's just it like so much, much time easier. To run and, yeah, yeah, and um, so before that, I'd like I'd have training on Tuesday, Thursday, and I'd try to go out Saturday, and then I have hills on Sunday. Yeah, so it's, I don't know. I think I'm running more at the moment than before. Yeah, it's fair and building the base for and the foundation for cross country season. And when we get back with the team, start piling on the sessions and uh, building up the strength and everything. But um, obviously yeah. on the on the note of uh, the team, basically, what would you miss the most about not being with the team and having to train on your own? 
probably like you know after say you're doing I don't know 400 repeats or something yeah and you're getting towards the end of it like yeah it's so much better being able to like trying to push each other through it like yeah. even during the break like if you're just talking to someone even like, it just helps a lot I think. yeah it does and like if yeah and like if it's as you said between reps and between the breaks like you give your mates there to be like oh come on and like uh, like yeah. it, it makes it like a bit more fun as well and uh, as as you mentioned which i use that example in uh, when I was talking with Dara and Paul before that like last 100 meters of a 400 meter rep and uh, your, your mates coming up on your shoulder and it, it does give you that drive and that little bit of a push to actually go that little bit yeah. faster yeah like you want to impress your coach as well and not yeah, fall exactly. back uh, yeah and the bragging rights over your teammates so yeah. so there's yeah there's a lot of things that play into pushing when pushing harder in sessions when you're with your team but uh it kind of coming off the training aspect of things um before we really talk about like your races and like uh big big achievements in your uh, actual running career what would what would you prefer track or cross country see i don't know with me it's like if I do well in a track race, I'll prefer track. Yeah. But then once I do well in a cross country race, I'll prefer cross country. So yeah, I'm that's fair. It's, like, it's equal. That, that, yeah, that's, that's that that's that's like a, that's a very respectable answer. Like, uh, if it's like with anything, if you're if you're good at something, you prefer you prefer it really over something yeah. you're not good at. And obviously, during track season and you're doing well in races, you're like, oh, I love track. Uh, and then when it gets yeah. to cross country season and then you're doing well in races and you're getting medals and on, you're like, oh, I love cross country. So that's definitely a fair answer. Yeah. So um, when obviously racing, like the day of a race is, uh, and the race itself is pretty much the, the main thing everyone trains for. But there's a lot of preparation that goes into goes into every every race. And uh, the day before uh, and the day of the race could be like the make or break of how you do in a race. So. The night before yeah. and the morning before a race, what would kind of be a typical routine uh, of yours? Like, I don't really have any, like, foods that I, like, preferably eat before. But, yeah. like, I'd more just, like, the night before, I'd, like, sit and, like, put my legs up. Like, just to let them kind of relax almost. Yeah. And then i just do that. Maybe have some, I'd try and have some pasta or yeah. something and just put on the water. And then I'd go to sleep early enough. Yeah. And then in the morning, like depending on when my race is like if it's in the morning like i'll say 11 or something i like eat my breakfast at like eight or whatever like yeah. go a bit before or like if it's in the afternoon at like four i'd eat it at like 12 so i don't like eating too close either yeah exactly okay. you don't want to get a stitch and everything yeah, yeah that's it really and yeah that's like that's the typical thing like same with me really just get get water in get a bit of carbs in like pass on all the night before and then we'll wake up yeah. get breakfast in nice and early and just like the typical things the simple things that'll that'll give you yeah. that bit of a, a bit of an edge in the race and yeah it's, it's like not saying that it's pretty basic but it's literally all you have to do really and uh you don't yeah. need to if if that's working for you and it's pretty much identical to what i do if it's working for you you don't need to change it and it, it clearly is working for you yeah there's one thing though i like to be at the races earlier yeah. Like I like to be there like maybe two hours before, just I don't know why just get in the mood for it. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh and soak in the atmosphere and all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know, I just have to do that. <laughs> no, that's 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 definitely that's that's fair. <laughs> and uh, um 
obviously before race there's a lot of different kind of people there's like the excited people there's the there's the nervous people and everything so what 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 would kind of be your your feeling before the race would you be would you be pretty nervous like i'd be nervous if it was something i had to qualify for yeah but then like i don't get that nervous for races really unless it's kind of pressure on me yeah but that's fair, yeah. you don't try not to put too much on me yeah exactly but um I don't know, like, I, I'm kind of like, I always look forward to doing it. Yeah, like, for yeah. Race. I'm always buzzing all week, and then uh, I'll be nervous for maybe the night before and a little bit in the morning. But, like, once you get there, it kind of just all goes away. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, a few minutes before you start, it gets like. Yeah, on the starting line, it's, yeah, and it starts getting real and everything. But personally, yeah. I'd be like, the, the week before a race, or the moment my coach tells me the date of the race, I'd be nervous. So I'm, nerves at me before races are yeah, they don't go very well but, but everyone's yeah. different really and um, yeah, I get everyone... so nervous for like uh, GAA matches for some reason so it's kind of really? I, I think the running's just no, I'm I don't, completely I don't different I never got nervous for GAA matches because I, I, I think it's because like in GAA you have the team and everything but running and the fact that running is so much more painful like on your body yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but you don't want to make a mistake either in a match. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Like, obviously, if it's a big game, like if it was, like I won the my fail of hurling there when I had fail and everything. And obviously before that, I was I was pretty nervous. Obviously, but like just for a normal league game or anything, I wouldn't be nervous at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, See, well, I'm not, like if I had a league race and running, I'd be grand. Yeah, like, yeah, I true, yeah. Be nervous, but if it was nationals, I'd probably be. Yeah, yeah. Bit. But like that, I didn't really have the passion for Gaelic that I have obviously for running. So uh, obviously I wanted to do well. I wanted to do better in running over than I wanted to do better in uh, in Gaelic. So that that made me that a little bit more nervous in running. The fact that I actually really wanted to do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm um, probably like how well I want to do both of them. Like I love to do well in both. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. Like does like obviously as I, I wanted to do yeah you want to do well in bow and obviously I did as well but uh, the fact that that's the kind of why you're still sticking with it because you have passion for bow with them I didn't yeah, yeah. I, I, you but if I did if like I didn't one, mind like like it that much I just leave it yeah yeah I, I want to win more like matches yeah no that's 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 fair like with me I I was kind of losing the passion uh, along the way and uh, obviously. I'm not. I'm not the biggest in the world. I'm definitely not the tallest anyway. And uh, the lads on my team just and everyone like all of us playing against. It just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I just felt yeah. like I was kind of losing my interest in it then, and I wasn't enjoying it as much. Uh, cause cause I wasn't really getting on the ball and all the matches as much. So uh, I just decided to give it up and focus on running 100. percent Yeah, that's fair enough, Lee. Yeah, yeah. So um. Obviously, but before races is very important uh, and everything like that. But the the race itself is obviously the thing everyone trains and prepare, prepares for. So, what was your very first race? Uh, I, my very first race was I was running out of age in the Dublin's, and it was in Time and Park. I think it was under. I think I I was under thirteen at the time, and I was running up to under fourteen. I think. Yeah. And. Uh, I remember there was just this like massive hill that we had to go up like three times and like our club were like hosting it so we got to train on it and do all the training there. Yeah. And uh, so of course when I first joined in all the trainings I'd like sprint the warm up and everything. Yeah. And 
So I, I automatically thought I was better than all the other people there. Yeah, like, that's in my Yeah. And, um, and we were training on the course, so that made me believe that like I could do really well or something. Yeah. And then, um, and then I remember saying, I think it was top 12 getting medals. And I remember going over to my mom and saying, oh, it's top 12. Like I could definitely you not know, do well. And now my dad was like, just don't think about it too much. Yeah, that's and, true, yeah. In like twenty seconds in the end, like I didn't expect it at all. Yeah. And that in my club, Alex, who I'd be training with, uh, he was, I think he was like tenth or something that day, so he qualified. So yeah. So it was a bit of shock, a bit of a shock to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, thinking. it probably done you the world of good. Really, it probably gave you a kick up the arse, being like, right, I actually yeah, need to I'm take it serious. <laughs> yeah. I definitely too cocky going into it. Yeah, well, like it, it was your first race, so it was a learning curve for you anyway, and uh, it definitely, it definitely, would you say, it definitely helped you in the long term? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, especially so, in the long, like even twenty second out of age wasn't like it's no, not. Yeah, that's bad. still like pretty good, like to be fair. But what yeah, you so thought I, you could do, it wasn't, it wasn't really compared to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously. You've come, you've come a pretty long way since then, and you've you've moved up the ranks from twenty second. You've even moved up to to qualifying uh, for your first All Ireland. So, do you remember when you qualified for your first All Ireland? I was, I think I was under fourteen, and it was my age this time. So it was like the year after that race, yeah. And it was at Santry, and like uh, I, I kind of had an idea that I'd do well in it, like even based off the. Like, I had an idea that I'd qualify, because yeah. if I'm in 22nd in the older age, like, I should be roughly in top 12 in the Yeah, age. yeah, that's, that's, that's logical, really. I came, I think I came 8 that day, and yeah. I was, like, so happy, so good. And, like, individually, like, uh, qualifying, I have, I have uh, only qualified, really, for, the two years I've ran All-Ireland, uh, because I've only... Because of the year I joined, uh, when I joined running, I've only run in two All-Irelands. Uh, Basically, I've only joined really through through the team uh, qualification, second and third. So, obviously, what was the feeling like when you when you found out you, you qualified individually? Yeah, I was so happy, and like we didn't really have much of a team at that time. Well, we don't, we still don't really. But there was like three of us running or something, so we were one off team, I think. Yeah. And and I remember just getting the medal, and I was like delighted because like I never thought. Like back then, when you said like, "Oh, you'd be eighth in Dublin," it just sounded so good. Yeah, and, and then and you were like, there and stuff. So yeah, it was it was really good. So yeah, that it sounds really... good. And uh, would you would you be able to remember how the All Ireland went for that uh, for that year? Yeah, we got the like back then we used to get like the Dublin like best. It was really good. Oh and, yeah. Uh, like that was that's the only year I've gotten it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they do them anymore. So. No, they don't. Yeah, I remember at the start, I was surprised with so many people there. Yeah. I remember one lad like fell going around the corner and like he was out up the front and you could just hear him like screaming when he like turned the corner <laughs> so many people like, standing on that just kinda of shocked me. Oh Jesus. I know, yeah. And he uh, I came I think it was sixty sixth in the end. Yeah, for your first All Ireland's like that's serious. Yeah, yeah, I was happy with that, but and uh, it was so scary with the amount of people there. Yeah, no, and even even now, like our age, still like going around the, 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 the like when the gun just goes off and you're going around the first the, the first bend, it's actually most sometimes you have to even walk around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially on the really tight turns, like yeah. the one in Abbotstown, this turn is so tight. 
Oh yeah, it is so <laughs> tight. And yeah. um, obviously, you, you came you came pretty far from twenty uh, second up to qualifying individually to to an All Ireland's and getting your your first Dublin vest. But even since then, you've come a long, long way, and you even got your very first uh, Irish vest. So, do you wanna do you wanna explain to everyone? The, the, like the process of basically the Dublin's and the Don the All Ireland's leading up to you getting your Irish rest. Yeah, so uh, that was in the school. So we had like the East Leinsters and the Leinsters in All Ireland. Yeah. So this was like coming off like I had a good cross country season, and so I was coming into like skills cross country, like and I was kind of confident. Yeah, but then, yeah. And in East Leinsters, um. I was kind of like, like I kind of thought I'd win because I didn't really know anyone else that, that like I would know like the good people by that like by yeah. then nationals is like I thought it was like a threat or something but then yeah um, actually one of Paul's friends he trained with him his name's Jack McGlone yeah and like he, he's like such a fast sprinter so I was like I came around the bend and I like I thought I was had it because like I didn't think the person behind me would like catch me and he came out of nowhere just like. Oh, Destroyed I would me. take you at the end. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. so obviously the the essences uh, is is the first is the first race you do uh, for skill cross country, and that moved on to 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 Leinster. So, how did that go for you? Uh, Leinster's was, I remember, like going into it, I was kind of, I said I'd like try and go faster this time, and I probably it definitely was going to be faster because yeah, yeah, like, all the people from all the like part of Leinster coming into it. Yeah, and I think I was like up with the leaders who were. It was like it was one small lap and then the two big laps. I think. Yeah. And I was up with them for going until going into like the last. No, I fell back like exactly halfway through the race, and then I was like fourth or something. And there was three of them ahead. Yeah. And then I got another guy passed me, so I was fifth going into the last lap, and then I just held that like till the end. So I wasn't too confident going into All Ireland because All Ireland was top eight yeah. for the Irish. So, so trees, then, um, he had trees, faces to, to spare from Leinster's. Yeah. Then the All Ireland was in Clongos, I think. Yeah, Clongos. Yeah. And it was like such a flat course. Like I really liked it, and it wasn't really that windy or anything at all. So it was just like kind of perfect conditions. And, so and I, then, I presume that was a fast race then. Yeah, yeah, it was fast then, and. So the start, like my coach just told me like to go out hard and just like try and get on the break and it was like the exact thing that happened. Like I think eight of us like pulled away and yeah. there was just like a massive gap and then there was just the rest. Yeah. So like and then I remember going into like the last lap, it was like three laps I think, and going into the last one, like I looked back and there was like nobody there. So I kinda knew like after that that I'd get it and I came seventh in the end. So that's happy with that. So, yeah, obviously that is serious. So like, what was the feeling like when when you cross the line, you knew you, you qualified for your first Irish vest? It was almost like relieving because like I wanted it so badly, and when I got it, it was like yeah, it just felt like weight off my shoulders almost. And we got to go into like the room and like sign contracts and all. It was really cool. I felt I bet that felt real professional. Yeah, like signing all the papers and your side is the gear. <laughs> no, that's that's it. And you mentioned there the gear. That's like one of the main reasons everyone loves uh, yeah, running so for that's Ireland. The thing I was looking forward to the most. Yeah, if I was ever to run for Ireland, that would be the thing I'd, I'd look forward to the most. It's so nice. It's such nice gear. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
obviously then you qualified for Ireland, you got to the school cross country Soyabs and how did that race go for you? Um we that was in Santry this year. Um, yeah. Or last year, last year, anyway. And then um, we went we went to stay in a hotel on like Friday and the race was on Saturday. Yeah. And then so yeah, it was such a good crack coming up to the race and then I think I went there like so hard in that race. I was like third or something for the yeah. first three hundred meters and then I just completely dropped back. Yeah. And like I gave twenty seventh in the end. But that's I, still I don't know, like I even in a Soyabs, twenty seven, that's still serious. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that you said that you went out fast, uh is is I'd say like it was your first experience in it, so obviously it was a learning curve and it was your first yeah. ever one and uh, obviously it probably will but you didn't know if it would happen again and uh so you just wanted to really make the most of it yeah and i think in the all Ireland, like that's what i did like i went out hard yeah um, i was trying to do the same thing again but yeah. you know, obviously people from like england and stuff that it was not fast it yeah, didn't work so yeah, uh so. would you say you you would have been the nervous you ever were before a race before the, the soy abs yeah, no, I was more nervous, I think, because I didn't know people. And, like, you were staying in a room with, like, um, people you didn't know, really. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I got to know people so quick. Like, I was in a room with, like, Jack McCausland. And, like, and he'd... I think he came second in All-Ireland. Yeah, he yeah. did. And, like, Tyg won it. But he was too old for it. So, yeah, yeah it was great. They were all so nice. Yeah, so, yeah. And, obviously, it was a great experience going over abroad uh, and racing and everything and representing your country. So, hopefully, it's... Um, right, obviously... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I thought when no, you said... Uh, when, when you said yeah. uh, you were staying in the room uh, that it was... That that was abroad. So, where was it? Was it in Santry? It was in Santry, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. And that what, was kind of one thing. I would have loved to have gone away for it. Yeah, I then... thought they were always away. I thought they were always in, like, England or something. It swaps every four years, but I oh. when I thought they were in Scotland, or someone said they were in Scotland when I finished the All Ireland, I was like really happy. Yeah. Obviously, you can't be committed with it either. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I, still so fun. Yeah, so that was being class, and like, did they did they put you in a hotel? Even though it was in Dublin, that's why I thought it was abroad. Did it? What hotel were you in? And like, uh, what? Like, obviously they wanted you as a group together leading up to the race, and uh, to get like maybe a few runs in now before, but. Did it? Did it kind of feel weird being in the room and uh, with everyone being in Dublin? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of strange because like it's only like half an hour drive from the house. Yeah. It was in. It was a hotel beside the track actually in Dublin. It was the um, Metro, was it? Yeah, it was something like that. I don't know. It was the address was like Northwood or something. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Name. So yeah, that was it. And then the day, like the the day I went, like. We went out on like a warm up jog and stuff like the night before is to shake out. Yeah. And then we kinda got to know everyone by like an hour of being there. It's like Yeah. So just... so even though even though you're still in Dublin you you got not even like that being in England would make make you change uh, uh, getting on with everyone, but like even like because you were in the same room and that's probably why they put you in the same room to, to, to bond and get to know everyone. So you you'd work well as a team then when it came to race day. Yeah, like it felt like we kind of knew each other ages, but yeah, because you because you were staying in the same room with everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah. obviously, obviously that that probably would be one of your favorite races ever, I'd imagine, because obviously you represent Northern for the first time. But uh, when we were talking uh, off air before the podcast, 
you said that wouldn't have been your favorite race. So do you want to mention what your favorite race was? I think like it, that wasn't my favorite just because of like my run there. But yeah. I think that would have been the best crack, I'd say. Yeah. But, um, I'd say my best race is probably again third in the school's 1500. Yeah. Uh, in like June last year. And um, that was definitely my best race, I'd say, because like I actually ran well. Like it was no, not, not saying that I don't run well when I'm coming like seventh or eighth, but that was like the first time they got it on the podium. The podium, so it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would have been a good feeling. And uh, especially on the track, like the track's a bit more formal in a way. It's a bit more, it's like what everyone knows running is. When everyone thinks running, they think like running on the track. So uh, being on the track and getting on the podium from the 1500 on the track, it, it must have felt a bit more serious and a bit more like, a bit more satisfying when you ended up winning. Yeah, but it was like um, like I feel like in cross country the way it's like top twelve. Yeah, yeah. Like, so there's easy way you like it's easier anything. to kind of get through. Yeah. Yeah, uh, still really hard, but like yeah, it's more kind of like if you don't have a good run and you're say the third best in Ireland, like yeah. you'll probably only drop back a few places. Whereas on yeah, track, exactly. like it's only three, so it's very like tight space to work with. Yeah, exactly, and. Uh, as you said, like top twelve, and then also uh, with cross country, you have the team can qualify as well. So even though it is still pretty difficult to qualify for all Orleans, and uh, but there is other ways to, to get through it and to get to, to qualify for them. But with the with the track is as you said top three, and it's the best the best three get through. So it's it's really survival is the for the fittest uh, on the track. Yeah, and I remember the race was like the first lap was fast, and then the. The next two were fairly slow, and then the last lap was like kind of a burn up almost. Like, we was like almost as fast as like our first lap going out, so like yeah. that was the way I wanted it to be as yeah. well. Because so. I remember in this, um, Miles like took it out really hard and he won it in the end, yeah. And, and then Tom was in front of me as well in Leinster's, and then like there was a, kind of a big gap with them two ahead, and there was like a group of four of us going up into the bell on the last lap. Yeah. So I think because the skills won, like, I don't know, it was a slower, but maybe I just felt better, but I felt like the middle two laps were kind of more, like, steady. Yeah. And then, whereas the lens is just kind of, like, full, like, the same pace all the way through. Yeah, yeah, so that probably took a bit more, would you say that took a bit more out of you? Like yeah, or race. I don't know. Well, maybe like, because the last been... lap and the first race to, is probably because the last lap was... Well, it was hard because the middle two were steady, so everyone had the energy to basically kick on the last lap. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like Leinster's was... I think it was a better shape for All-Ireland, definitely. But yeah. Like, I was almost lucky to get through Leinster's in a way because it could have gone anyone's way. Like, there was four yeah. of us like at the bell, so it kind of depends on how people fell. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, how, how did the All-Ireland's end up turning out for you? Uh, I came third in the end, and like um, it was a really late finish, and uh, like I kind of didn't think I, I had no idea I'd do that well at the start. Yeah. Like uh, I had a hurling match like that Tuesday, and the race was on Saturday, I think. Yeah. And I hurt my leg in like the match. Yeah. So I couldn't do like training coming training up to it. During the I week, think yeah. Actually, I think that worked really well for me because like it's just kind of a break. Yeah, like I yeah. kind of just. Really and your body was fresh on the day it wasn't fatigue or anything yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. So, so third and what was that? That was the fifteen hundred. Third, uh, so the yeah. third and all Ireland for the fifteen hundred on the track. That's that's serious, and that must have felt pretty good when you came to her for the all yeah. 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 So happy! Like the first time we got on the podium, and like, yeah. like I'm there as well. So this so, is really nice. So yeah. So obviously, um, we mentioned your first race, the the race of Ireland, and. Uh, your, your favorite race, which was uh, getting third in the in the all runs in the fifteen hundred. But obviously, there's there's other races that you've you've done pretty well in and that you've medaled in. So off the top of your head, really, is there any other race that you know you've medaled in or you've done really well in? Um, I won the Dublin's back in uh, twenty eighteen, I think, and I, I had a good year that year. Yeah, and. Um, so I won Dublin's and then in Nationals that year I came, I think, yeah, I came ninth in Nationals that year. Yes, yeah, so that's and then serious. in track this year, well, I had the skills. No, in track last year I had the skills. And then in outdoors, I kind of, I didn't have that good of a run. I came second in Dublin's yeah. and then in All-Ireland's I came, in All-Ireland clubs I was, I think I was eighth or something. Yeah. Uh, like I wasn't that happy with my run, but it was really warm that day as well. So still amazing. eight, like that's like yeah, and that was in all Ireland, so like that's like you yeah, can't bring yeah. you so you can't bring yourself down really for like that's still there's still a lot of people that yeah. would uh, dream of not dream, but like they would want to be in that position. So oh, yeah. But I think coming off the skills yeah, like, I kinda was so yeah, yeah. into it. So yeah. So you expected a bit more. Yeah, and then in, in All Ireland's, like the cross country All Ireland's uh, clubs last year, yeah. I was I was tenth, and the Irish squad was like top eight. Yeah. But like the year before, it was top eight from the Republic, and then like if there was Northern Ireland people in the top eight, like it would go back. So if someone from the Republic was like 11th or something, yeah, they could still qualify if there was three Northern Ireland people ahead of them. Yeah, exactly. So then this year, this was to qualify for Celtics. And this year I thought, like I came 10th and there was like four Northern Ireland people in front of me. Yeah. So I was like convinced I'd gotten on the team. And then they, um, they apparently they like changed the rules so that like the other oh. people were on the team as well or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really... So, like it's just fair, yes, because it's usually top eight. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bit. That would been a bit annoying, anyway. So. Uh, yeah. So uh, obviously, medal wise and uh, run, like run for Ireland wise, uh, essentially, is you've you've done fairly well uh, in that in that sense. But PB wise and time wise, as I mentioned at the start, you're probably gonna put me to shame to shame again. Uh, like 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 Paul has like uh, like. Uh, Dara has so if you want any PBs that you know maybe off the top of your head or or uh, like relevant ones that you think are relevant if you want to like, spit them out there yeah I've only ever really ran like three distances 800, 1500 and 5k yeah and then my 800 I think is 206 Jesus. yeah 206 or it could be 205 but like high end yeah and then my 1500 is 421 and my 5k is 17.30 which I think I could drop a good bit but yeah. I did that in a tempo session like a few weeks ago so yeah so it's, it's, you'd say you could drop a bit off of that as well 
we're going to be doing a time trial actually i heard paul talk about it on the last episode of the Oh, and he yeah. was like, it's Dara, Miles, Jack, Sean, Paul, and this guy called Thomas, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think we're doing like a 5k time trial or something in the Queen's so Park. So you'll drop, you'll drop a bit of time off of anyway in that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully now. And, oh, uh, and James. Yeah, and uh, in the episode of Paul, I'm not sure if you heard, but uh, we were talking about uh, Dara just breaking, what did he break? 16 he broke 16 in the in the 5k there that is that is yeah. mad so does that does that have you a bit a bit nervous or worrying a little bit for the time trial now maybe because that was no, if anything it will help like push us on yeah. even more because like there's gonna be a group of us and like we're not gonna want to drop back at all so yeah exactly like it could be not i probably won't be that close to that time but like i think i dropped mine by a good bit yeah hopefully and you'll have the group to push you on as well and and you say, now, correct me if I'm wrong here, you say it's a time trial, but realistically, by the end of it, you're going to be kind of racing with your idea. We're going to be racing, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, so the, yeah. the competitive edge will definitely come out come out uh, on the day. So, uh, I'd, I'd love to hear how you're doing and how all the lads done after. So, I'll definitely yeah. I'll definitely be in touch after that anyway. So, once again, another another lad coming on, putting me to shame with his PBs. But hopefully, I've been I've been working hard now too. Fair, I've been training hard, so hopefully, I can come out uh, this cross country season and 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 dust everyone. Uh, but I highly doubt that uh, very much. So, but you know, you never you never know. I'll I'll, I'll see you in the Dublin's. I'll see you in the All Irelands this year, and we'll see how it goes anyway. Yeah, are you so, doing much during lockdown or? Uh, yeah, I've been I've been doing pretty much every day. I've. 50 minutes on Monday, session Tuesday, so I do like minute on, minute off, or I'll go up, do you know MSB, do you know Scott Fagan's, uh, the team Scott Fagan runs for, uh, that, that yeah. team is just uh, across the road from me, so they have a 400 meter loop on the grass marked out there, so I'll go up there, do a session in the cross country spikes, maybe on a Tuesday and a Saturday, um, or a tempo, or like a minute on, minute off, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, like Monday, a 50 minute run. Friday is my rest day, and then Sunday just a 60 minute long recovery run. Oh, nice, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting the the work in. Hopefully, I'll get a few results this season. And when we get back with the team, hopefully, I can yeah. start piling on the sessions. Hopefully, we get cross country now. Yeah, that's just, like just true. But, but on that, on that kind of, on that topic, basically. Um, it, obviously, you say hopefully we have a cross country season, but we're not having a track season. So obviously that's that's really disappointing. So what were you what were you looking to to run this year on track? Would it just been the fifteen hundred, or would it been anything else in there? Uh, well, for indoors, I qualified for I came second in fifteen hundred and third in the eight hundred. So yeah. I was just going to do both of them and probably the same for outdoors. Yeah, I might have given three k go, but I'm not. I don't know. Like it's kind of Depends on my training. Track. It sounds it sounds pretty hard, doesn't it? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I feel like I'd get bored as hell almost. Yeah, true, fair. Yeah. So, but, um, so the eight hundred and the fifteen hundred were your your main targets on the outdoors this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I would have been, like trying to get them down maybe eight hundred to like closer to two and then under probably I don't know, four eighteen or something for yeah, yeah. So get, so get so get a few PBs as well this track season you were hoping for and obviously yeah. it, it was it, it's unfortunate that that we we can't race you to shoot with COVID nineteen but obviously it coronavirus has has 
become some like somewhat more bigger than sport. It's become a lot bigger than sport now. It's like people are yes, dying. Yeah, people dying. Yeah, yeah, people dying all and like we can't really dwell on oh, our track season's cancelled because there's a lot of people out there that wish that they could say the only thing that affected them was that the track season's cancelled, but people are no, actually track. dying from this, yeah. Yeah. So uh personally I was uh, I was going to do the I was I was training for the steeplechase, so I already had done three sessions for it and I was I was really enjoying it and I was looking forward to it and oh I, I wasn't too bad now my first one or two sessions my my form over the hurdles weren't the greatest, but well, yeah, I, I was actually I was I was getting pretty good at it. The, my form over the the hurdles was actually improving, but as you said, COVID nineteen came and messed everything up. But hopefully now this can we'd be we'd be looking for big times next year, getting in good solid training, and this is just building everything up for next year. Even if we have this cross country season, yeah, um, everyone's gonna be like doing all the mileage and everything now. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone's gonna be so fit. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. So we'll be expecting some big times this year. And obviously, in saying uh, everyone's going to be so fit, there are some people that aren't putting the work in as such and aren't really taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, They're uh, probably just trying to go up in summer. Some people probably are just like waiting to see if cross country is even on yet. Yeah, I don't think that's the greatest idea in the world, you know, because then there'll be people a few steps ahead of you and you're going to have to start building up the mileage when everyone's already piling on the session. So I think, uh, obviously, there's there's obviously cons where everyone's dying and all, but from per- a personal aspect, like from you and me, where, where we do run and all, uh, a pro of this is basically we get to we get to go out and do, uh, do more running. Yeah. And... Um, Obviously, uh, on the on the topic of like adding up, building up mileage, and getting ready to get back to training with the team, is there anything different now that you're doing to maybe build a base and build a foundation for cross country season that you may not have done if you were with the team? Um. Well, coming up to like all of like last year and stuff, I I never really did like longer runs or anything. Yeah. Like on the Sunday, I just do maybe a few hills or stuff. Just yeah. like we'd have a club session and then. We'd be doing hills in that already on the Sunday. Yeah. And I had matches and stuff as well. So I never really got around to being able to do them. So, like, I wouldn't say my mileage would have been that high. But yeah. now that I have more time, like, I'm up to, like, around 30 miles a week or something. And I'm trying to, like, keep at that until... I'll try and keep that up till across country. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so you say now you're, you're, you're definitely taking advantage of the situation now anyway and uh, building up the mileage and doing things maybe that... Like even the little things, like maybe some core work or just like a longer recovery runs, like the little things that will help you in the long run as such. Uh, when when we get back with the team, like you don't really think about them things when you have school and all. Like you're so yeah. busy that you forget. Whereas now, you know you've nothing better to be doing. Exactly. You kind of try and, and like try new things. Yeah, when you're sitting like on your bed at home, at home at night and you're just like flicking through Instagram or watching YouTube videos and you're like. Ah oh, sure, look, I'll do I'll do a core workout, or I'll I'll do some stretches or uh, or a resistant band exercise, or anything you can. So, uh, definitely taking advantage of the situation uh, now in whatever way we can, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, obviously, track and everything is cancelled. So, you, uh, obviously, you're pretty disappointed about that. Yeah, I am. Yeah, but like, I would have liked to have had it, but I feel like. I know this kind of sounds bad, but you know the way everything's cancelled. It kind of feels like it's like almost a chance to like reset, like rebuild yeah, that yourself. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So like if like 
if your training wasn't going that well coming up to this, you can kind of try new things and then like yeah. see what works. So I'm kind of trying to do that at the moment. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Like as I said, it probably sounds a bit bad just because like I don't want to keep bringing it up, but like you don't want to downplay coronavirus when people are dying. But like when we're talking about it for everyone listening, we're talking about it like from a personal point of view, like how it's affecting us. And yeah, I agree with you there. Like there is definitely a lot of things now that we can different things that we can try and different things that we can change up and it, it, it is it does feel a little bit relaxing now because you had like the pressure of school and the pressure of running all in one but now it's like you do your run you come back maybe some days you do a bit more stretching and core exercises but you also have time to relax a bit more and just recover yeah that's what like i like about it in a way that like you don't really have anything to worry about like yeah you're, like you won't you can get nervous for sessions but like, there's no races to really... Yeah, get nervous about. Yeah, and yeah. they kind of, like, affect your training. It's sort of like, say, you might run a race and then, I don't know, your legs might be sore so you can't train for a few days after. Yeah. Then, so, whereas now you can just, like, get a few blocks of training in. Yeah, exactly. You can get a good block of training in. You don't need to, don't need to, need to be, like... I feel like coming up to a race, maybe if you're training well, you have a race... You, you might like be stiff and sore after a race and take a while to get back in but now it's like a consistent block of training that uh that that's really helping you yeah and hopefully that will like work well as well it's for, like, yeah, it's just country. Usually. yeah yeah so um obviously this this year uh, and this one was gonna be the year for sports with the euros and we had the olympics so uh obviously it, yeah it would have been so good and obviously being a, a big sports lad uh, like myself you are uh with, you played soccer play Gaelic and you do running uh, I'd say you would have been very looking forward to the, the Euros and the Olympics yeah yeah I was so excited like it's, yeah. it's the best you could probably get yeah obviously yeah. Cup was on, but I know that's it's the Euros and the Olympics every four years so yeah like I can't even remember last time the Olympics was on like it feels like ages ago yeah and the thing you said you started in you started uh, you joined the club in 2015 and uh, you're, you're kind of like me. I, I joined the club in 2015 as well, and now that I've actually got into it, this has been the first Olympics that I've been watching, and I did known kind of what was happening uh, in the running, you know. So that's and I did known a lot of the runners, so that's why a uh, reason why I've been actually really excited for it. Yeah, and even like like the last few years, I've kind of been like looking more into it. Like you know, you'd be watching YouTube, like yeah, watching races and learning about different athletes. Yeah, and I just feel like it'd be way more interesting now that I know. Yeah. Like about the people running. And uh, obviously, Ireland was uh, were in the qualifiers of, for the Euros. They're in the the, the the playoffs really. To I, I I'm not too sure if they would have actually qualified. Who did we even have? We had a. We had Northern Ireland. I know after I oh, think. Oh was... yeah, we had Northern Ireland. Do you think? Do you think? I remember that. Oh, I forget. I think it was a friendly actually. We played Northern Ireland last in the Aviva. And it ended up nil all. I don't know if you watched that. I was, I was at it. And, uh, yeah. Wasn't uh, that mad or weren't they? It was like fights and stuff. Or uh, there was there wasn't really. It was actually, you would have probably thought that, but it was actually pretty dry. Oh, it, was, it was, it was, it was really dead. Like, the, I was, I was in the stand, I was in the stand where it was like right at the edge, right at the corner of the Aviva where, where it was just before the, the Northern Ireland fans. And the most, the most action we got was this drunk fella just cursing off uh, all of us off and it, it was a bit it was funny to be fair but it was nothing mad and it, it was it was pretty much just because of the quality of the game it ended up nil all so 
it was it was pretty boring. But oh, I don't know. Don't I feel like now that it was a, Euro, a European football uh, playoff, it would have would have actually had a bit more atmosphere uh, to the game. Uh, it would have actually turned out to be a good game, and uh, hopefully next uh, Ireland qualify for next year, and it, it will make the Euros that bit more interesting. Do you think they'll have to like qualify again, or will they just play the matches? Um, I think I think they'll just like the teams that have qualified will stay qualified, and kind of like you know the Olympics, people that have got the Olympic yeah, standard yeah. that have qualified, and then the people that the teams that are in the playoffs, they'll just have to play them before before like obviously when the before the Euros comes. Um, but but unlike the the now the Olympics, is there anyone in particular, maybe idols or your favorite runners that maybe you were spe- specifically looking forward to to seeing running? I really like watching Joshua Chetigo. Yeah, and the, he'd have been in the ten k and the five k this year. Yeah, and uh, obviously Jakob in Britain yeah. as well. So like, and he's so watch. young. It's kind of not relatable as such, but you can feel like. He can actually do that. What's like obviously he's a class natural talent, but it's kind of like what's stopping me from doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you've watched it, but he had like um, you know that he has like the brothers like Henrik yeah. and Philip, and like they did like a TV show from when he was like thirteen or something all the way up. Yeah. And like kept filming it like um until like now, and I think they're still doing it, but. I'd watched that like before that like World Championships in Doha. Yeah. And I remember seeing them, like you could kind of relate, kinda not really like yeah, but yeah, you felt like you you had like a connection with them. But I actually, yeah. I actually did watch. No, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the first two seasons of it. And uh, yeah. when he was like thirteen, he was running in the Diamond League with his brothers. Oh no! Yeah, I think he broke he broke the four minute mile that when he was like seventeen or something mad. That's, that's mad, like. Like that, like obviously he was pushed from a young age, and you never know. Like hopefully not, because he is one of my favorite runners. But there is a chance that he won't have a really long career. He might burn out and all because he has started. Obviously he's a class natural talent, but he's been pushed hard since a very young age. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. there is a chance that he may burn out, but hopefully not, and we get to see him around in the Olympics and World Championships for uh, for another few years. But actually this year in the 2019 Doha World Championships, he didn't place. He didn't get a medal. So. Yeah, I was seeing like on his Instagram and all he was he was like driven to do well this year as Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think he would have been close again. If not like he was so close in the fifteen hundred, I remember that yeah. time. Yeah. And then that was okay, when he dove, he... isn't he? He like he kinda of dove at the lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like I, I thought he'd win it in Doha when yeah. he went to Earth. And then I don't know, I just found it so enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And uh, obviously he'd been fired up for the Olympics now. To get, he didn't get a world championship medal, so he'd been fired up to get his first ever Olympic medal. So we do, even though it is postponed until 2021, at least we do have them to still look forward to. And obviously it's something to look forward to after the whole pandemic hopefully uh, goes away. And uh, it's something like sports people like ourselves, that it's something for us, like even though we can't maybe go out with our mates as often as we'd like to, it is something for us to actually look forward to. So there is yeah. some positives uh, out of India at the end of the day. I'd love it if they had like even the Olympics in like say London or Rio or something. I just replayed like the whole thing. Yeah. Like, like so we could watch it and stuff. Yeah, no that would actually be cool because they're actually, they're actually doing that now. I know it's kind of off topic a bit. They're actually doing that with the Eurovision on RTA. They're like going oh, over. Yeah, just see that. 
yeah they're, yeah, they're going over like all the past years and everything, and they're doing it with the with the GAA. Actually, the the Sunday game is doing it, but the Sunday game only has the right to the last three years of the All Ireland. Uh, so oh, they can only sh- yeah, so they can only show uh, games uh, from like league and championships from the last three years. So, but y- you're right. They, I actually never thought that they should actually go over like London and Rio Olympics and all. That'd be really cool. Have like a timetable or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like literally, literally, what it was like, like watching it on the telly for like, as you said, like have a timetable. That would be. I'd definitely watch that. Yeah, that'd be so good. Even though I've I know watched all of the races. Yeah, I know. Like they're releasing like stuff on YouTube from like the relate or the races, and it's like each. Yeah. I don't know. They release one each day or something, but yeah. it's not as good. You wanna see? You, you wanna, wanna be able see? to see yeah. like, as long as you want them. Yeah. Exactly. Not like, but like it yeah. would have been then. Yeah, exactly. But uh, on kind of on the on the topic of um of the Olympics, obviously anyone that does run and that is the main end goal. But goals in sight for you after basically the pandemic and we get back racing and all. What would be your 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 future goals? Um, I'd like to if we have a cross country season, I'd like to get like top six. Yeah. And going into the schools next year, I want to get Syabs again, hopefully. Yeah. And, um, and then we have a chance to get on Syabs for a track as well, so I'd like to do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like the main goals. Yeah, so and like then, basically represent Ireland again and on the track for the first year that you can. And uh, I was I was actually looking forward to hopefully may, maybe getting Syabs for for steeplechase for the for on track this year but yeah obviously like I, I, I had a while to train if obviously coronavirus didn't come along but yeah so your main goals are get Syabs really yeah and I mean then, ideally I'd like to win in All-Ireland but sure we'll see if that comes around but sure look give it how, a about, how about next All-Ireland comes around I'll take Dara out of it and I'll, I'll, I'll just let you win so I'll just I'll just get to the I'll get I'll get to the top of the pack at the start of the race. I'll just blitz out with the blocks. Dar Dar gets out in front. I'll just two foot tackle him. James McLean tackle him. Spikes spikes to the back of the leg and everything. And you just you you just go ahead and win it. I know I've good mates with Dar. Like ah uh, yeah no Dar is a Dar is a top one. So he, and he's serious competition as well to. To, yeah. to push you along in the race and obviously hopefully hopefully I can see you next year in the, in the All-Irelands and uh, in the Dublins and uh, hopefully, hopefully hopefully I can regain a bit of a bit of self-esteem after you put me to shame here today but <laughs> I, I, I did I love I loved having you on and uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well yeah yeah thanks for having me oh no problem I, I love I love having guests on especially guests like series runners like yourself and like Dara and Paul and everything and uh, runners our age that people listen to to this can can relate to as such you know yeah yeah so, so as yeah. I said I, I really do appreciate you coming on and I appreciate everyone watching or listening to this and yeah I hope everyone enjoyed uh, watching or listening to this episode of the podcast as much as I loved introducing you uh, Declan yeah. Yeah. Because if you're wondering why I hesitated there, because at the start, like we had like a when we started this at first, I had like I, I called him Dylan when I was introducing him, and he was like, "My name's Declan," and I was like, "Oh no way!" And uh, it, it was a pretty, it was a bit awkward, but but sure look, so I learned now. Thanks for having me on, uh, coming on, Declan. I really appreciate it. Thanks. And, thank uh, you. 
and uh, thanks everyone listening or watching this episode of the podcast and see you all next time. Bye.